When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hello, welcome back to the show. I'm Don McDonald. This is Talking Real Money over there, Tom Cock. We Hello. live, live on this podcast and radio show practically. Uh, just talking about money with you. And we really do want to help you manage your money better and make it a lot simpler to to put things in perspective. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. You can call us uh, with almost any question on anything money-oriented. And uh, I get Jason Zweig's newsletter. Because I like Jason. I like his writing. Um, and uh, he had a great piece about how all of us as investors have a lot of people we should be thanking for the great opportunities we have as investors these days. Well, and, and, and even the great year. I mean, here we are. The, the market is up 26%. You've got these low-cost ways to invest um, I mean, you've got it, grateful. I think is the right word. Wow. I mean, here's the thing: people forget about investing. I think people think it's them versus the market. He points that out in this article. Yeah, or them versus another investor. Yeah, yeah. and people think oh, I got to make it because the only way I'm going to make it is if he loses. If somebody's stupid about Tesla and I get it right, et cetera, et cetera. No, that's all wrong. What investing is truly is exposing your money to great companies, right? I mean, companies that. Com- and some lousy companies, right? But if you index, but it exposes. But in your aggregate, money to there are more ideas. great companies than crappy yeah. companies. Yeah. Well, they by the time, hopefully, by the time they go public, all no, no, this isn't saying much anymore. Hopefully, by the time they go public, they you know they have a little experience, might be making a product that's actually sold to the public. Uh, sorry, Rivian. Uh, <laughs> and you know, I mean, it's like really. I mean, the thing's the third most valuable automaker in the world. Anyway, the point I haven't is, haven't made a car yet. I know. Yeah, hope that works out. But the thing is, you're putting your money, and they do the work. All you got to do is put the money in, and all of the rest of it's done for you. Imagine that. You wake up in the morning. How are my employees doing? They're great, sir. They're off. You know, making cars that may or may not be actually sold to the public one day. <laughs> I mean, in all seriousness, that's the genius of all of this, that people have a tendency to forget about instead of, I got to pick the next stock, I got to time markets, all of that. And I think he's right when he writes this piece. Yeah, and, and that's that really is the, the essence of the, the, the type of investing that we espouse. It's letting the economy, letting it, you, you, just, you just sit back and let it grow. That's what yeah. you got to do. Let it grow, let it grow, let it grow. Oh, even though the weather outside is frightful, the market is so delightful. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I just thought it was an interesting piece for Thanksgiving. Uh, and, and, and by the way, that piece was written five years ago. Yeah, it was five years noticed. ago. But yeah. It's from the archives. Eight, Same thing still holds. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Give us a call. We'd love to help you out like we're going to try and do right now with Scott. Hey, Scott, welcome to Talking Real Money. 
Well, hey, thank guys. I love your show. Try to catch thank you every you. every Saturday. Thank I you. do have a question. Can you mm. hear me? Yes. Yes. Um, I'm uh, 53 years old. I own my home. I work for a government agency. I'm just about to cross the 20-year mark. So I've got a state retirement, a Teamster retirement, uh, uh, um, MEBT, and the equity in my home. Yet I've got about almost $200,000 that's sitting doing nothing because I'm really pissed off at the fees from Edward Jones. And that's, <laughs> it turns out I'm actually going to be getting a little more here due to uh, inheritance. But my question, I guess, is part of the stuff in the Edward Jones was an inherited IRA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the stuff I'm going to be getting in inheritance now are just straight out of uncle's brokerage savings account. account. Yeah. yeah. Not, right. not even Got brokerage. It. Straight out of just savings. Just a savings account. Just, just a bank. Just non-qualified yeah. money. Bank money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Flat cash. is. How do I put those all together? A, leave Edward Jones, yeah. and B, put them in an account together where I... I like the whole Roth thing, but there's a certain section of money I would like to keep liquid where I could write checks on it or if something came up. Yeah, you know what you, you know what you need, right? You need a real live fiduciary advisor to help you do this stuff. You really do. You need a plan for it. You need a por- you need to create a portfolio, not disparate pieces and parts of stuff. You need some real help, and you need it from somebody who's fee-only. And we'll talk more about it after we take this brief break. Tom and Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Once again, our phone number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And uh, Scott wants to know how he's with Edward Jones. He's found out he's paying a lot of money, probably paying some five and three quarter percent commissions on some American funds or something like High that. Expense, High expense, actively managed mutual funds. Exactly. Et cetera, et cetera. Yep. And, and uh, the, the thing is, is that if you need help, and it sounds like, Scott, there are people who need help. There are DIYers. And then there are people who need help. And I really think the people who need help outnumber the DIYers because most of us are bad at DIYing, doing it, doing it yourself. We'll talk about that in a minute, but go you ahead. You need to get, find a 100% fiduciary advisor, and that's harder than you can possibly imagine because 99% of advisors out there are not always fiduciaries, like the guy at Edward Jones. He's a fiduciary sometimes if he's doing a fee-only account. But then he can sell you American funds when he's not a fiduciary. 
So here's what I'd suggest everybody do. If you're thinking, I got to get an advisor, go to talkingrealmoney.com slash help. There you will find all kinds of resources on how you pick an advisor, how you interview an advisor, how you determine whether they're fee-only 100% fiduciary advisors or not. And we give you some ideas of advisors there, correct? Yeah, in the, in the okay. Seattle area. Yeah, People that we know that we think you should trust. Well, that we think you probably can. We're not sure. We're not vouching we for we, them. Yeah, we're not vouching for them, but we know the business they're in. We know how they manage money, yeah. that sort of thing. We know what they charge yeah. generally. Plus, we so, think they, yeah. they, do, they do things the way we would probably do them, or at yeah, least similarly. Uh, list is right and there. Rolf sent us a note. Rolf was in the last hour or the last podcast, yeah. and Rolf was asking was. for ways to make more money on money with absolutely no risk. Yep. And he wrote back going, Navy Federal Credit Union pays 3% on CDs. Now, I see that, and I think, there's Whoa. no way. Wasn't there a guy who ended up who did that and he's in yeah. federal prison Alan somewhere Sanford. or something? But this yeah, isn't this is not though. criminal. This is not criminal on the part of Navy Federal Credit Union. It just no, sounds they're like legit. It. What okay. they're doing though, this is the the financial equivalent of giving you a toaster to open an account. The bait and switch? No, it's Did we sneaky. Say that? Mm. It's just yeah. here's the deal. Yes, you can get a CD at Navy Credit Union. One CD. How long? One year. They'll pay you three percent. They'll pay you three percent. Okay, but how much money can you put in? Oh, I'm, I'm going to put a million dollars in and get three percent. No, no, no. How much? Three thousand is the max. Okay, so if you're going to ninety dollars, ninety dollars, not ridiculous. If you're going to do that for the short term play, just go buy the I bond because that's seven percent. No, but that's not short term. You can do fifteen thousand. Yeah, but you, you got to leave it in for at least a year. Three. Well, a year, and three, or you lose five years. You lose yeah, for the first five yeah. years. You lose interest, but anyway. but this is a gimmick. You see, the real rates are the real rates, but because we, because they, it's not even us, because the financial services industry knows you're desperate for a higher return, they're playing games. And by the way, these numbers we give you, the numbers we give you, they're not our numbers. These numbers come from bankrate.com. Anybody go look them up. Number two, if you're looking for, I'm more partial to the Air Force CD than the Navy CD, but that's all. Army Air Corps. (laughs) <laughs> oh, there we go. Now you're going to date him. Yeah, all right. <laughs> 855-935-TALK is our number. Let's go back to the phones. Gene, yeah, you're next. Welcome to the show. Gene, Gene. How are you? Hello. Hey, Gene. Hey, Gene. Hey. Are you there? Okay. We are. Uh, yes, I hope. My question is, are you, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I have been looking at opening accounts for great-grandchildren. I heard advertised Schwab slices. Now, is that a good option, or can you give me some other, other Okay, ideas? let's talk about what's the – is this money you're just going to leave them that they can buy a car with, or do you have another purpose to the money you want to give them? It would just be what it's going to be, and, and other people in the family would like to maybe give put in money, but it's just – going to be an account in their name. I would be in charge of okay. it until something happens to me, right. and then I would have yeah. one of their parents. Yeah, okay. Got it. Got it. So in that case, it would just be, yeah. Okay, Is let's talk about Let's go back. Let's go back to Schwab Slices, yeah. though, real quick. 
No, 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 we don't like that. You don't want it. Don't the, like Schwab that. slices, for those who don't know, mm. is a means by which you can buy fractional shares of stock. And I have no idea we why have people need to do that. We have absolutely no interest in that. We think it's yeah. a terrible idea. You don't want to buy no. individual stocks for people. It yeah. teaches a terrible lesson. It does. It teaches a bad lesson. It says, here, gamble in these stocks. What we'd like you to yeah. do instead, Gene and everyone else, is use low-cost mutual funds or ETFs. You so you could just go to, you could go to Schwab if you still wanted to do Schwab and open up a Uniform Gift to Minors Act account for each one of those mm-hmm. young people. That's terrific. Mm-hmm. And then, frankly, I don't. What is Schwab's global? I forget ETF. They have one. They do. I thought it was two. I believe. Or, I think okay, it's or two. two. I think it's. So two. then, just put half in one, half in the other. So I mean, again, you just be. But in this case, you would still own the slices of all those companies. You'd still own Amazon. You still own Apple. You still own Microsoft. All these great firms that people think, oh, I got to buy a slice of that. Sure, you can do that, but you own an exchange no. traded fund. Actually, we looked at Schwab. Yeah, Schwab. They have the total stock market index, but that's a mutual Which is fund. What? That's a fund. And then okay. the Schwab. Then that, okay. All right. Then X that. Go to Vanguard and open a Uniform Gift to Miners Act. And use VT. VT. V as in Victor. T as in Tom. Or open that an account with Schwab me. and use VT. Yeah, it's free. I don't what, yeah, I guess they won't charge that either. No. Either way, no. one exchange-traded fund owns the globe. You get it at an incredibly low cost, and it teaches a great lesson that all you need to do is expose that great-grandson and wow, great-grandchild money to these all of these globally uh, comp, global companies and wow what a gift you are giving for the next next generation i think that's fantastic yeah absolutely but do it in a total market product so that they own the global economy and that's Schwab what you need to say is nonsense. that you kids hey kids you your great-grandmother bought you the entire economy of the world congratulations yeah, when they say do, do what about can i own tesla you own it, you own it. can i own apple you, own you it. got it i want to invest in switzerland sure. you are yep you're all those places, and you get it at a few basis points. Cheap, I forget cheap, cheap. what the it's, – it's ridiculous. So Thanks for the call. Do it. Gene, we yeah, appreciate it. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. And the, the only problem, the only issue I have, and I just want to talk big picture about UTMAs, UGMAs, Uniform Transfer to Minors, Uniform Gift to Minors accounts. Yeah. The biggest issue with these is the fact that they, by law – belonged to belong to the child that the 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 owner of the account is really the child you're just the custodian until yeah. they reach the age of majority in your state don't have to tell them there well that, though. technically if yeah I, you know they find out they, right you don't have to call them up and say by the way here's 20 grand right. you but if they now. find it well yeah if they find it story. and they're sure. deadbeats they get the money anyway it's gone. Yeah. Okay. But if that's a problem, then write a trust of some kind right. so you can keep them. Or from if it's for education, use a TSP or uh, not TSP. Five twenty nine. Yeah. That's why I was asking about your. The I love that. Grandparents should do five twenty nine plans because then you're in control. Period. Eight five five nine three five. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Trying to... What? Don't interrupt, we're doing no, a show. Uh, go. 
Go, go you're for just, it. You go. think your little map thing during the break. And, and it's so funny. The guy's out. dating himself. He goes, I'm trying to figure out how to get directions from one place to another. Is that MapQuest? That's like saying, well, by do, should I get AOL for my email? <laughs> I love that sound. And by the way, the reason I'm dating myself is because no one else will. That's why. But I'm bummed. Sorry. Okay. 855-935-TALK. Call us, please. Save us. Please, please. Damien, save us. Hi, Damien. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Save you? How about you save me? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Completely ignorant to all this. I love love listening to it all, and I try to grasp onto it. But I'm 53 years old. I work my ass off, and I have... I'll I'll be working till the day I die with where I'm at right now. I never focused as I was, when I was younger on putting anything away, um, self-employed, um, and I don't know. I where does one go to find out just how to even begin to invest in something to fall back on? You know, I, at, um, there's at, this you know, there's at, this talk show and podcast called Talking Real Money. I hear, right, I hear all, it's helpful. In all seriousness, all seriousness, <laughs> all here's seriousness. the thing. No, seriously. Seriously. Here's part one. Him, serious. You got to save, start saving something at 53. It doesn't matter. You're, you're, at, you're at stage 90 when stage one is just saying, okay, here's how much money my business brings in. I'm going to start setting aside 15%. It's going away. It's out. Okay, number two. Then you can figure out where that money goes. Because if you're if, if you're if you're married, you could have income up to two hundred thousand dollars, and you could start a Roth IRA, at least something. If, How if much money are you saving right now? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um. Well, at the last in the last uh, this COVID thing ending, there's I haven't been saving much. It's, everything has dwindled down. Because um, you're self-employed, and your business has right? been affected by COVID. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, and by the way, I think there's still other grants out there. Somebody just told me about this, and it's not something I'm that familiar with that you may be eligible to get from the government to help for for that. But again, yes, and thank you for raising that, Don. But here's the bottom line is the bottom line. You have to, even at 53, and say, okay, I'm starting over, and no no one should plan to work for the rest of their life because that's a very unrealistic thing to plan for because we're going to get at some point or even doing a talk show won't be possible at our advancing ages. So my yeah, advice would be to say I can do this till down, 80, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you, well, we have you taped every word of you taped, so we can just <laughs> plug those in. Uh, AI will figure all that out. And say, okay, I'm going to do something. Then the first thing I would do would be, again, if it was my money and you were eligible, would be a Roth IRA. It takes about 30 seconds. You go online. And because we're just, because it's easy, I know you could do it. You go to vanguard.com, set up a Roth IRA for yourself and just start putting money in the, we just already mentioned this VT. It's easy. It's low cost and you got to do none of the work after that. Or you just go with like a target date fund for the year you might want to retire, which is going to be longer for you. But, but Tom's exactly right there. You don't need to learn about investing yet. You need to create the habit of saving when you are able to do it, and that should be your priority. Right now, at 53 years old, if your business is struggling, then you should be out there looking for another way to make money Ooh, that's good point. to save money because you will need the money. You've got to find the money to save before you ever start investing. So find out, 
how what you can cut or where you can make more money and you've got to start putting money away once you start putting it away then you can really worry about where you're going to invest it but the savings must come first yeah most people want to talk about how to invest and they haven't even saved and by the way what a time to be looking around because there's so many opportunities so many companies need people somebody and you may think well but i've done the same thing for 25 years maybe i'll take those skills and plug them in in some other way because firms are desperate you hear all the i was at a hockey game and they're running an ad in the hockey game for people looking for employees i mean crazy oh my gosh there's a lot of opportunities right now. so many they may not be fun they may they probably won't be fun Yeah, no, they weren't advertising to be goalie for the Kraken. That wouldn't Ow. be fun. But no, no. Other, but other I mean, like fun. you know, working in an Amazon facility or yeah, you know, they might not be. But no, but, they you might, got, you but there are still good jobs. I got to tell you, it, 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 when I was in my fifties, it was I would do whatever I had to do to make money. I was an entrepreneur yeah. too, self-employed, and it, sometimes and we it both was hard. went through good times and bad times even in our 50s by the way it happens but we so wish you we the best don't. and we're here to help seriously we are here call us go to talkingrealmoney.com it's a great resource 855-935-TALK is our number tom and don are talking real money set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60 page better retirement guidebook at vestory.com v-e-s-t-o-r-y.com We're talking real money. Oh, it's this whole personal responsibility thing. It just baffles people, you know. Oh, by the way, our phone number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. If you don't take care of yourself and your own financial future, you're going to, it's going to be tough. It's just going to be hard. At least you have Social Security. Because prior to Social Security, if you didn't save or you didn't have a family to support you, you died. I mean, you literally just died. Um, today, you at least got you got that backstop, but that's not going to be a comfortable living. And that's why we say over and over and over again, it's so important that you save something, something. You got to find a way to do it. And some of you are so good at it. And others, it's it's a challenge, but you, you've got to overcome the challenge. And overcoming the challenge sometimes means doing things that are uncomfortable. It means eliminating something in your life that you enjoy or doing something that you don't enjoy. It's tough. Yeah, it's 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 deferred gratification. Part of it is. Part of, of it is. Yeah, it is. You know, um, or, or, and I, I equate it to working out. You know, I work out regularly and and I'm always looking like how come I don't look that much better but I feel better. And I know it's better for me. But around the money aspect it's fascinating because they they do these polls all the time. They ask people all the time, "Well, do you think you've saved enough for retirement? Are you ready for retirement?" Bankrate just did one when they found that 52% of the respondents said, "No. I we I'm I'm behind on retirement saving." Not unlike what uh, what Damien just told us. So then they said, well, okay, how do you, how, this is in the article, how do you fix it? Uh, well, increase your savings rate. Yeah, that's wow, it. That's, yeah, and that's, that's painful. That's like, I don't want to yeah, do is. that. But then again, what, a little back to what Damien said, then invest in an IRA if you have no employer plan, because he, he self employed, has no employer sponsored plan. Okay. 
plan on working another year or two. I think that's reasonable advice. Um, and then the fourth one, which gets to the pain part, Don, that you just mentioned is delaying the Social Security benefit because a lot of people still want to get their money because it's available now. And I don't know how I'm going to live and I want my money back. I put all that money in. But I came up with my three, mm-hmm. and which I think applies to Damien, too, at 53. I think for anybody over the age of 50. And I don't care where you are in your life, what circumstances, et cetera, but you should at least, and there's people that will do this, get an hour with a planner and say, where am I? What am, and how can I get from here with nothing at 53 to where I want to be at 70? That's still 17 years. That's a long time if you can save and invest, right? So you got to have a plan. You can't just go, oh, I'll just start saving. I'll put it well, in this, and this, it, and this. Oh, No, actually, the plan, but before you have the plan, if you don't have any savings at all, the plan yeah. becomes almost moot until you figure out a way to at least get an emergency fund set up, and then that's true. you can start yeah, moving past that. It's it's really and, and nothing. It's nobody said it was going to be easy. Well, number what's two, your mama say? Way, she th- said it's not going. Your father probably no. said it more than your mom. <laughs> Life is not easy, son, daughter. But if you ha- but if you have been a saver, here's another big mistake I see people making all the time. I talk to you regularly. You come to the office. Is you do have a certain amount of savings. You do are invested, but you have a lot of cash. That's not making you anything. Don't sit around with cash and feel good about that. Which brings me to number three: stop the leaks, all the leaks. Whether it's what you just said, Don, spending. We're all spending money on stuff that we don't use. Mm-hmm. Clean that up. Number two, make sure your portfolio is properly aligned, all of it. Don't have a hodgepodge. Clean it up. Know what you're trying to achieve and then move forward. Because, yeah, increasing savings and investing and all those are important things. But if you don't, as you said, have the rails first, you are doomed to go way off them. And then once you started saving, call us. We can help. We really can help you make those preliminary steps toward a plan. Now, I can guarantee you're not going to like a lot of our answers because we have this real problem with not wanting – we won't lie to you. We won't blow smoke up your uh, dress or your pants it's legs. The holidays. Let's, Let's keep it clean. Yeah. What do you say? Uh, so uh, so please give us a call or you know, if you need some help, go to vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Our advisors will help you for free for nothing with no obligation, no high-pressure sales pitch. Just go there. 855-935-TALK is our number if you want to call the show. 855-935-8255. You can also call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and leave your question, and we'll answer that on our podcast, which we do on a regular basis. You can also go to TalkingRealMoney.com and record a question there or type it in. Either way. So give us a call. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255 and we've got a little while left and a couple folks waiting with some questions which we'll get to really soon tom and don are talking real money a second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally let one of our vestry advisors help you save your future at vestry.com v-e-s-t-o-r-y.com your guides to a really great financial future Tom and Don are talking real money. All right, talk really fast because we have four calls now and we only have a few minutes left on the show, so we're going to talk really, 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 really fast on talking real Thanks money. Thanks for joining us, Juan. And uh, George, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, George. Hi, <laughs> Hi George. Good afternoon. Hello, Don. Um, hey, what, 
What's I'm up? listening to your broadcast today, and I caught a comment that you made earlier with respect to the tax advantages and owning an ETF as opposed to a regular mutual fund. And uh-huh. I'm old school. I assume that any uh, any income is a taxable event, but I didn't quite uh, understand what that would mean as far as a tax advantage between a, an ETF as opposed to a mutual fund. Could you elaborate on that for me, please? Of course, yes. In 30 seconds or less, that's what Don just gave me. So the design of the exchange-traded fund means that the securities inside it are exchanged with other securities when a sale or purchase of that ETF occurs, rather than the manager selling the security, banking that gain, which creates capital gains for all the people that continue to hold that mutual fund. So at the end of the day, the ETFs don't have capital gains on a year-by-year basis the way that a mutual fund, even a tax-efficient mutual fund, would have. I recommend you listen to Eduardo Repetto's yeah, uh, piece they, about they, this longer a couple of days they ago. They do not distribute capital gains like a mutual fund does. Mutual funds don't have to, but if they sell anything and they have a gain, yeah. they do. So that's the big difference, and it is a substantial difference uh, mm-hmm. if you're in higher brackets. Gives them a huge advantage, yeah. huge advantage. Thanks for the call, George. Vicky. it's your turn. Welcome to the show. Hello there, Tom and Don. I have a question for you. A few years ago, my husband unfortunately passed away, and after that, I went in and got myself a reverse mortgage. Um, I, since that time, I really want to get out of this reverse mortgage. I really didn't think I was going to be around here that long to even keep it, but now that I am, I'm having trouble understanding the rules on getting out of this reverse mortgage can anybody tell me anything or give me a telephone number to get some answers well no you you, well you have to find out what the 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 payoff is what you what you owe um with a reverse mortgage what you would probably do is refinance convention get a conventional conventional or or an fa or some sort of a real loan refinance and then you pay off the bank that issued the reverse mortgage. But you're going to have an amount of money that is now owed to them based on what they've paid to you, plus the interest that they earn on that. And you need to get that. They'll give you that payout number, but you're going to have to buy yourself back out of the reverse mortgage. Does that make sense? Or by the way, if you if she had other assets, she could take those and pay it off if you didn't want to have Right, a but I would mortgage. probably just go refinance it. If you've got any yeah. in, if you've got enough income to make the payments on the mortgage. Or or assets. Sometimes they'll let you have low income with a lot of assets right. if, you, if you're in that situation. But you can get out. All you want to do is contact your current mortgage holder, your reverse mortgage holder. Or you could contact a new mortgage company if you want to refinance and say, you want to find out what it's going to cost me to get out of this reverse mortgage and write me a note. Thanks for the call, Vicki. Brian, your turn. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, guys. I have a really quick question. I was wondering... Uh, I've heard Paul recommend VFSUX for an emergency fund, and I've heard you guys recommend VFSTX. What is the difference? Which one should I pick for an emergency fund? I don't know. I'm always reticent to hire to hire anybody when the fund ends in S-U-X. UX. I, I but, made fun of that yesterday uh, on the podcast, too. Uh, let's see. Which one is S- S-U-X? S-U-X is up. the short... That's a short-term investment short grade. Short investment grade. And STX is uh, V. Isn't that that short-term S- investment S- grade? I'm checking. You know, one is oh, one's one investors is and one yeah. yeah. The SUX is the new fund, the new version. Yeah, 
It's the same fund, but it just to get it a little cheaper yeah. with the Admiral shares. Right. That's all. Holds the same assets. This is a fund for, yes, short-term money. Yes, Don and I have regular argument over whether or not you should use it because it is still yielding 1.7. There's some volatility. It's had a few losing quarters here and there. It's, it's, it's a push. The for me, difference but. is one-tenth of one percent in expense ratio. Oh, but VFSUX the, the is one-tenth of one percent. We, if, if we're saying VFSTX, I need to fix that wherever that is. That's probably at TalkingRealMoney.com because everything's yeah. been replaced now with Admiral shares. I don't even know why so, they still have the investment shares. I don't know. They keep they threaten to clean this up from time to time, but they never it's get around to still, it. So in this case, uh, you know why they have them because they're still collecting that extra one tenth of one yeah, percent expense ratio. So don't take it personal. Vanguard doesn't suck. This is actually a good fund. Yeah. Thanks for calling. <laughs> and, uh, Mark, you're up next. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I enjoy your show. I'm Thanks, at uh, the buying employee approaching the maximum I'm allowed for the uh, 401k. They've offered me an SSP or supplemental savings plan. Are you familiar with that? It seems to come with. Uh, I can't hear what you. What, what was the offer? I couldn't hear it. Don, did you hear what he. Uh, I didn't so hear what You're kind of cutting up a little bit. So you're, you've maxed out your 401k and they're offering you a yeah. what? Supplemental savings plan. SSP. Oh, supplemental savings plan. Is there a better alternative that comes with less restrictions or? Yeah. See the, uh, the supplemental savings, this is the, the additional money you could, it's the, it's post tax money and the, the advantages are negligible. I, 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 the only good thing about these was the ability to do a mega backdoor Roth with them, but that's, I'd probably take the money that I was going to put in there and just do it it in the brokerage account. And here's the key own something there that is not available in the 401k, which is extremely likely when we look at 401k oh, yeah. plans. Yeah. As a matter of fact, what's the Boeing 401k missing, Tom? I, I'm trying to remember. Oh, it doesn't have, I don't know if it has any value. It has some small, it has U.S. large, U.S. small. It has no international small. It has very limited exposure to emerging markets. I would probably go and put it in a brokerage account and buy, just because I remember it, AVUV, the Advantis uh small cap value fund because then you're really tilting to small and to value in a way that you cannot get in the uh, boeing vip that's the difference by the way the boeing vip is moving to uh, fidelity the first of the year i don't know that that'll impact the choices or not but it'll be interesting uh, actually what they're really missing they're really missing uh emerging markets and u.s real estate yeah i don't know if yeah they have no reach that's a good they have no emerging Emerging is not part of the international fund that they have? No, that's an international large cap blend that they have. Okay, so it's unlikely. So, so they guys, don't have, you they don't have international small, they don't have emerging, yep. uh, and they don't have and REITs. No REITs. Right. So you could go on those three asset classes after tax anyway. That makes sense. So that would be my – I do that rather than throwing more in that plan. Yeah. it's just, And the other pro- the problem is it's when you take money out of that supplemental savings, it's going to be taxed as income, whereas your equity funds that you buy, or particularly if you get ETFs, are going to pass along no interim capital gains. You'll only pay capital no. gains at the end, which currently is a lower tax rate currently. You know, we have to say that. You have to say that every know. day. Okay, people act know. like, though, this is a major change. Who knows what the major change to taxes and saving, all this stuff. It's always in motion because guess what? In a year, there may be a new political party running things, right? And they may say, whoa, that was a bad idea. Let's go back to this. Take tax law as it is at the moment, period. Well, and this Nothing is another else. reason why we don't try to predict the future or play 
with the investment portfolios based on political possibilities, uh, political yeah, realities or possibilities. It's pandering because they're pandering to people's political beliefs and saying, you really need to do this because, no, do not get caught up in that. Bad way to handle your money, period. And that's from my conservative friend. <laughs> I'm in the middle. You're in I'm the middle. Very, You're right. Up. We did the right test. Down. I was a little yeah, left no, to center. Yeah. You were a little right yeah. to center. It's pretty close. Kind pretty of, close. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. If, if right. there was a third party in between, we'd probably both be the part, the same party. There was one called John Anderson, big oh, supporter. No. I, oh, that was 1980. I, I, was I actually did John Anderson's campaign sign in the window. I painted the window. That was my volunteer. <laughs> there you go. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. <laughs> For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Oh, it's that time of year again. You know, it's been it's since, since we actually got like... together at a meeting in yeah. mass was 2019. No, no, 2020, beginning 2020. of 20. Yeah, we, we, were, yeah. we were the last we're live the last, event yeah. in Seattle <laughs> before the world shut down. As a matter of fact, yeah. I think I carried COVID from Seattle back to Florida on the plane. Thank I you. I think I carried yeah. it with me. So Retire Meet is coming, and it's coming back uh, really soon. It's coming back in February. It'll be live. It'll be on, uh, uh, online, too. And you can go get your tickets right now at retiremeet.com. You have 15 seconds. And you can see Herb Weissbaum, Don, and Tom learn about long-term care, estate planning, housing, all the things you have to know about <laughs> Retire Meet, all right. retirement at retiremeet.com. RetireMeet.com. There you go. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.